Would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ear and I'll sing you a song. I will wow. try not to sing out of key. Shit, you know I'm, I'm up for a harmony. So what, what? First of all, okay, what would you do if I sang out of tune? To be honest? What do you mean? What are you singing to a tone deaf motherfucker? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Like, how would what you know? What would you do? Sang tune. <laughs> what? Wait, that sounded like one of something that was about to be like one of those emo shits. You should, you should remix what that. What would you do? What would you I, do I, if I sang out of tune? Tonight. Would you stand up and walk out on me? Right, right. Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. I'll tell me now, my friend. Say, have a little, what did he say? Have a little help from my friends. Um. Because all I, I need is my. I have to use. How do you not know this? Okay, friends. so he says, "What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me?" I wonder if he's actually singing to the producer. You know, you would hope that he's trying to shit out at like a nightclub or something before he gets into the studio. Let me see if this works. And he's like, "Well, all right, I'm just gonna freestyle this." What would you do if I say out of tune? Like, well, it started off okay. It, but <laughs> he says, Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I'll try not to sing try out of key. Try not to sing out of key. He's very insecure about his pitch. He's he's insecure and he's also really projecting shit that like you're making assumptions. How do how are they to know whether or not that actually sounds they've on never key or heard, not? And they've never heard the song before. Right. They're like, What would you do if I sang out? Well, what are you singing? You know what I mean? True. If it's a song that's unfamiliar, I have no idea. No idea. Like you, you started a little. That third bar was flat. I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> Insincere you know prick. And she's like, I was about to give give you some fucking pussy, but that note that you hit, you you went from a G to a C. Ah, it didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, you could have been F. You could have been F sharp, but now you're B flat. Pitches, pitches, and O's. <laughs> that should have been his. Uh, that should have been the tally. The title of his album, "Pitches and O's." Um. So. Yeah, I mean, it seems an awful like a ultimatum. You know, is this like your your friend and your? I, okay, so. I like when people take things very literal, you know, with songs and that's like, for anyone that wants to think beyond the beyond, I think the whole <laughs> point in this is, if you want to analyze lyrics, he's not talking about a song, yo. He's not talking about singing. He's mm -hmm. talking about life. So he's saying, if I come to you and I'm not perfect, oh, will you still love me? Because he says, I'll try not to sing out of key. I'm going to do my best to love you and be your friend. 
So I might look up from time to time. So, what if you had auto tune? <laughs> oh my god. What if you had auto <laughs> auto tune for real life? Meaning, it would correct you? Because, so a girl comes out the bathroom, she's like, what do you think about this outfit? And you're like, that looks in your brain, you're about to say horrible. But it goes, it, you come out, she comes out and you go, that looks great. <laughs> Did you say her great? Like, uh, so, so, oh yeah, so that's a that's a great fucking idea. Wait, auto-tude. 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 Title. Wow. Oh, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Because I feel like this is exactly, I think this is where our society is going anyway. We're being auto-tude. Auto-tude. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We'll correct those words. Oh my words. God, you're a fucking genius. We'll correct like, those words. What what you really wanted to say was, and that's what we've been doing, actually. The gestures that we have when we're typing to other motherfuckers, we're being auto-tuned. I want you yeah. to act this way. This is the, that way yeah. I know. Yeah. I know yes. I, that way I know your patterns. That way I know you'll fall in line. Anybody that falls out of the fucking patterns and shit, you getting you getting done, son. You getting tuned. I, you getting tuned all the way to a hundred. I hate hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh wow! Wow! This is oh my god! This is awesome. And you're like trying to fight it. Only white people are racist. <laughs> I think critical race theory is the best thing ever to teach kids for things that they don't know already. Yeah. Or didn't need to know at all. <laughs> it's like autotude is like you put a caption on a video and it, it just corrects it. It's like, uh, like, the, the autocorrect. So I go on there and be like, oh, look, look at my crippled body. And it says uh, beautiful. It's <laughs> crippled to beautiful. Oh my God. It's trying to be, it's trying to be body, body, body positive. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, look, you can be proud of anything than that. It's just, it's just the forcing of it yeah. is what it is. Like, oh, don't, don't be thinking like that, you know? Motherfuckers is trying to mandate. Your personality or mandate your attitude. Mm. Mm. That's what autotude mm. means. Yeah, it's shaping up your attitude. Yeah. Takes out all the vibrato out too. That know? actually, that. <clears throat> it's like you're really so, trying to say something in their faces. Could a girl, oh wait, so if you're dating someone, they could turn up your autotude, retune speed. So it just corrects you faster. Mm-hmm. So you don't get the little slip of the tongue. So there's no yeah, there's you know no I mean? there's no slip of the tongue at all. It just like, goes like, direct. Yeah, and you're like, hey, so uh seeing tonight after dinner we could uh read a book together. So, but it have to you have to go high pitched too because you know it's all or just oh, kinda yeah. of, we'd have to read a book together. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, it's always a, a big ass smile. I think tonight we should just cut up. Be like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. And then maybe after I wash the dishes, it's three o'clock right. in the morning. Yeah.
You try to insult somebody on the street, somebody gives you shit. You're trying to insult them. Yeah, well, you're a nice person. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Maybe we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> this is a good... This is, somebody needs to... Like, when people get, like, furious and, like, red-faced and, you know, like, really want to, like, just blow somebody up, and all that mm-hmm. comes out of their mouth is, like, thank you, and then they run. <laughs> I will de-escalate uh, this now. How do you tee panic uh, though? Because like that's making that, to me tee painting is actually making it really sound good, other than just what it is. Well, that but that's the thing. We'll see somebody controls the attitude where what's socially acceptable mm-hmm. at that time. Oh, so you know some kind. Technically, tee painting is. Like, do you double up or do you just completely no, change the game? Because remember, autotune was there like since the fucking 60s. Well, yeah, no, but <laughs> they had vocoder. The autotune uh, 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 came in. Yes, they did. Uh, 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 um. According to the man that created autotune, Antares. Yeah, Autotune I... has been around since, since the 60s, but was only popularized. Yes, vocoder was around. But, but that was that's not pitch correction. No, no, no. I'm 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 look. And Taris did not this make autotune in the 60s. I did too. He invented it in the 80s or something for like underground. Are you sure about that? Yes, he said the 60s. That's why I was like, what? He's like it was well, been it's been around since since then. I can't argue because you because you're black. <laughs> you shouldn't argue with me because you're a smart, beautiful, intelligent, tall and sexy man. Tall and sexy Put man. Feeling. Yeah. Alright, that's a different song. We got two different songs going. Yeah, um, we did. Uh, 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 this is our this is, this is our musical sing along episode. Friday should always be a day of of music and celebration and sex. Sex, you know, having sex for the first time. So let me, I'm gonna um, get to, get into a few things. We'll we'll sort of segue off this, but. Get back on if, we if you need, need to auto tune anything. Let me know. Okay, <laughs> we'll go back and do it later. Um, I've been noticing a few things since I've been um crippled. Can you auto tune that for me, please? <laughs> go on. Since I've been <laughs> disabled, <laughs> no, differently abled. So let's correct okay. that. Take two. Yeah. Since special. you've been special, yes, unique. <laughs> um, I like when, when people say differently abled, I'm always like, does that mean I'm like, like, was that telekinesis or where right. I can start fires and shit with my brain? Back off, back off. Fire starter. I'm your fire starter, twisted fire uh, starter. Sorry, 
Back to what yeah, we were so saying. Since, you see how we segue since you've been Since you've been crippled. Since I've been... Since I've been crip walking, um, my appetite has changed. My drinking habits have changed. My sleeping habits are all kinds of fucked up. Okay. And uh, I don't know. Interesting thing is I, I feel like I've been shifting towards the things that I've been leaving behind, like music and shit. Today, I decided, oh, this morning, I wrote a verse. And then then I wrote a verse to something that my nephews were producing. And I did a little production on it, just moving some notes around and shit. Mm -hmm. And I felt accomplished. Even though I might have spent less than an hour on it, I felt accomplished because I know that's exactly what it takes just to the more you do it, the more you get into it, then you start the flow. I think yep. a lot of people just want to just dive into it. Trey songs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to segue into change other than just trying to like jump into the icy waters and then you get shocked and then you have a heart attack and all that shit. So that was a that's a plus that's a positive for what is going on now mm -hmm. i finally got out the house because i hadn't been out the house since sunday Damn. but then i think i also think of it as like in quarantine when we were all in quarantine we were like i was doing a lot of shit even though i was in quarantine so trying to get back into that so it's it's actually been fun just well, it's good you stay in the observing house myself people, so other people don't tear their Achilles. You know, just kidding. It's a joke. Wow. Wow. It's contagious. It is. Um, other shit is I've been, I, I watched Halloween Kills last night. Trash. Ooh, how um, was that? Trash. Huh. Look, I enjoy, I enjoy plot. Me, I like more thrillers and suspense. When you mm -hmm. just get just, and this Michael Myers, this body type, a little fucking frail. I mean, granted, Michael Myers is old now, but if you've survived so many shootings, stabbings, um, arsons, uh, getting your whole body chopped off and all that shit, you kind of shouldn't age anyway. But he looked a little frail. And... I don't think what? you should be shaming Michael, a good human, well, thing, <laughs> Michael Myers. He's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. Well, you, would, you know, his, you might you, look frail too. Do you know his pronoun now? It. No, the shape. It's the shape. Didn't know that. No idea. Didn't know that until. Which is weird because I felt I, I also watched the movies that made us and they were talking about the making of Halloween. First of all, movies that made us one of the best fucking shows. Yeah, show about that shit is so fucking hilarious and so well put together. Oh my oh, yeah. god, it reminded me of like pop up video. Uh, it had that energy. Video. It had that oh, video. Have you ever seen DVD on TV? No, that was the thing back in the day. They don't do it any. They don't do it anymore. Is basically they would show a movie, like on I don't know maybe Freeform or whatever it was, 
and they would give you it's basically like DVD extra. Oh, oh, I, and the dude from um, MTV. Was there wouldn't it, be a narration. No, it was just they'd show things on the screen. Like oh, oh, this scene. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a pile of dog shit on the corner when they filmed this scene back in 1982. You know, whatever. And you're like, wow. Yeah, that was crazy. the that was the sort of pop up video version of, of the DVD. Video, yeah. yeah. Love yeah, yeah, that yeah. Shit. I saw that. I remember that. So yeah, it's that like good. that. It was like that in a documentary. Yeah, I I love that shit. But back to Halloween Kills. I, for me, one of the things that I love about Michael Myers is how the writers tell the story, like his backstory. Give him more substance. Give him more sort of give him more make him more empathetic this one you you just it was for me i was like just let this just kill this motherfucker finally i don't want to feel that way about michael myers i want to sort of have some empathy and i believe that the rob zombie films those to me gave him more substance that they they put more body into it like if michael myers was the sandwich they put more layers into the sandwich and made it a, a healthy meal i well an unhealthy like a, man, meal, like a manwich just, yeah and it was yeah more like a manwich slop, then you bite it joke. sloppy joe and just fucking yeah, drip down the side but yet you, you're like this is disgusting but still you're like i'm not letting any of this go so, to waste so you just start licking the sides up arm. all yep. the way up and knowing that your hand was not washed because you look up and then you see that your fingernails are all black underneath and you're like damn i should have cut my nails a long fucking time ago Before but you still start biting you just start biting me. the sides and the thing is uh, that the yeah. sloppy joe is not on the toasted brioche so guess what it's already fucking it's uh, liquefied already liquefied and and so you're Watery still buns. eating it and you're just trying to cut around it you're trying to get into the, the, the driest part bread. like the driest yeah. part of the bread and and by the end, you look up and the hottest girl's looking at you and all your face and your chest is all covered in that Grease. shit. That's exactly the substance that I want from a Michael Myers Halloween movie. Okay. I want to eat it all up Noted. and swallow it all and then look up at, at a girl that's hot as fuck. And she's like, what are you doing? And like, come here. And she's like, okay. And then we have sex. Cause after you watch, after you watch a a, a thriller, you yeah. want to make sure that you're watching it with a significant other that you're trying to smash. That like way, that. at the end of the movie, attitude. At the at the, <laughs> at the end of the movie, that was a good one. At the end of the movie, then you're like, well, what you want to do after? You want me to walk you home? No, I think I should stay here tonight. I'm kind of scared. Oh, that's See? true. Yeah, yeah, See? yeah. See? Like, you don't, you don't want to go out there because the minute you get onto that parking deck, it's going to be a maniac with a disfigured face. Right. I, got a, I got a better parking deck over here. Wow. Bop. 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 <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know. For uh, some reason, that's been like my theme to say. Like after you say something really stupid, and then you look down and up at the same time. You're like, fop, fop, 
Fuck me to like masturbate. Yeah. Oh my god, I got my new rap name. Fapolis. <laughs> I'm Fapolis. Okay. Breathe. Oh. <laughs> Squeeze. Oh. Oh. Squeeze. Oh. One six and then the nine, nine six and then the nine. <laughs> um, okay. But, Let's. Yeah. Can we get on some of these? All right, the, the videos that we sent each other. First of all, I want to say this. Okay. I have another I was, thing I want to bring up, too. Okay. Yes. Well, Real quick. Well, let me get to the video. Real, oh, oh, please. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no, go ahead. No, no, no. No, no you go ahead. No, no. No, you go ahead. I'm making up for slavery. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that was critical. <clears throat> Um, that was that was the auto too. Did you see the joke? That's what. That's what. I'm re- I'm repenting. Sorry for what I did. That sorry is all that you can say. Be. Years gone by, and still the words don't come easily. Like sorry, but I'm the victim. But okay, I'm not gonna get into that. Somebody'll crap that out what I just said and not take it into context with the well. That's podcast. exactly how we should do. Some people are like this. Everything was great until this part, and that's what we think about it. That's how we sift through life, for the most part. We well, yeah, we we well, we we pick out the the, the we pick the reality we want to see. So mm-hmm. if somebody can can take out anything I've ever said or you, and 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 just wipe that out and go this one thing that he said because they'll not know that we said autotude and you know that they the joke in that mm-hmm. but you'll just take that at face value you know but he said this actually i said a positive thing because i said i'm making up for it i didn't yeah. say i was doing anything bad so anyway more power to us we're we're trying to change the world mm-hmm. i'm not trying to hold on to we, past shit we, and then fucking carry it on and, shit. you know what i'm saying we live in it Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You first. I'll talk later. Uh, well, time away. Wait. Sit down. Shut up. Wait. But what? You've been talking. Even after yeah. said. So you, you see, see how you, see how you're putting your whiteness on me. Oh Lord, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, this shit I is repent. ridiculous. I repent. I'm my, sorry. My I'm white, sorry. I can't. Repent my whiteness. So. Like I, you sent me, you sent me an Alan Watts. Are we, are we really here? And then you sent oh, me an yeah. Adam Carolla, which I didn't get to listen to. And that then, was an interview with Mike Posner. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Very deep. Yeah. Oh, well, you can, you can elaborate on that one. And then, then we, then we get to talk about, uh, but do you really want truth? And that shit was interesting. Well, talk about the Alan Watts one first. Okay, well, I remember I've listened to this one before, but I'm glad mm-hmm. that you sent it to me because it was a good reminder, especially as I'm trying to go in and out of sleep. And I like to watch it when I'm trying to go in and out of, or listen to shit when I'm trying to go in and out of sleep. One, one thing that I'll say that I wasn't happy with was all the fucking ads that are connected to this shit because it was oh so Oh, my good. God. 
Yeah, I was getting into it, and then an ad would pop up, and you're like, ugh. Right. And you know how, like, you'll just lie there, lie down and just listen, and you get into it, and then sometimes you might doze off, but you know that you're going to pick it up in your brain anyway. But then the ads come in, and you know you got to tap on fucking skip ad. And look, I'm not, I'm never fucking going to pay for YouTube, okay? And I understand in exchange then you're going to hit me with these ads, especially on the shit that I like the most. I get it. And it's the annoying part is supposed to happen so that I'll be so agitated that I just say, fuck it, I'm buying this. I get it. I understand how you're you're trying to get people to advertise. Well, you're advertising to people based on their emotions. I get it. Yo, I I study. You know know what it it is? Mm Mm-hmm. It's the thing, it's like the wearing down somebody. It's like yeah. you like a girl and you keep bugging her. Like, you want to you wanna hook up, you want to hook up, you want to hook up. Eventually on the 15,000 like, oh times you go, fine, jeez. And, like and now she hates you. Right, and, now and, she and she's not you. even into it. So Not even into it. And it's, it's, what, it's, not even, it's not even good at that point. What I mean is like, what's the point? Quit yeah. nagging us, you two. We don't want your shit. And then if we do, we're just doing it so we can watch one video and then we're going to cancel it. Because none of the none of the advertisements that you put on are going to be anything that I'm like, oh, I fucked with that. Even on Instagram, like Instagram, y'all have gotten me a few times and y'all really need to cull through the motherfuckers that you allow to advertise on your shit. But I know y'all don't care as long as somebody's fucking giving you money because they're trying to scam people. You're going to take it. I get it. I would have done the same watch, thing. What What if you're watching an Alan Watts video that's talking about um, the uh, how money is not real, and then in the middle pops an ad. Cryptocurrency. Like, you you want to double your monthly income by doing nothing <laughs> at all? I used to be alone. I used to be a little wimpy bitch, and now. I've now look at this car. Sports cars, yeah. <laughs> I have sports cars and an ex-wife and six kids. <laughs> and I'm paying alimony, but guess what? It's not burning my pockets, bitch. They call that oh the money. I call <laughs> Wait, no, that's alimony. Wait, alimony. <laughs> they call it alimony. I love the money. Okay, some. Not everything's a winner. Okay. <laughs> you want to auto-tooth that? No. I stand by that. <laughs> um, I want that to be natural. Stand by your truth. Some, some, uh, some lines just slip through. The auto-tune was like, what auto-tune was like, what is that? <laughs> Did not recognize. So, Reboot. yeah. Do you recall the Alan Watts thing? I gotta admit, yeah. I kinda okay. Please. Right. Please discuss. No, but... that's what I'm saying. I don't remember the whole lecture. Well, a lot of it like three days ago. I, some of it had to do with religion. Um let, let me just I'll just play a little baby snippet just so Oh so give us a snippet. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> and therefore This Jewish, Christian, and indeed Muslim approach makes a lot of people feel rather strange. 
estranged from the root and ground of being. There are a lot of people who never grow up and are always in awe of an image of grandfather. Oh, so that, that reminded me. Is this so? This is this was an interesting one because it sort of talked about one thing that I talked about in the, in a few podcasts about this idea of parent and child or adult and and baby and how mm. we in every single thing that we do we give ourselves the opportunity to play either role and if you want to simple i try to simplify things in in two ways because it's a lot easier to to sort of black and white things even though we know that there's a broader perspective because you if you start with the the tool of black and white then you can just add on shit to it to make it more gray it's almost like when you add on shit to it then you separate yourself away from really what you're saying which is always the same shit anyway it's always going to be one of two things it's going to be e this or that either or in or out right or left blah 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 blah. it's always going to be that our idea of this gray area is just multiples of sort of contradicting yourself away from your key point so with this it was talking about um sort of even even tackling things like religion and seeing your the religion as I like to look at it because this is a term that we are so comfortable with now because we're trying to fight off this idea, which is like master slave. And if we look at God as the creator, Alan had talked about even Jesus saw, saw God as the father, which was deep because we look at Jesus as the father but then Jesus mm -hmm. looks at the father as the father. And when, when I was listening to the, even that point of it, I was thinking to myself, well, that's one-sided because you can't accept the father without the mother because you need both of them. And I think the conflict with some of these religions is how men, men told the story, the, the construct, or at least this is what we've been led to believe is that men told the story, this construct of, of, of actual authority when I think I understand why the world seems so male dominant. It's all out of fear. It's fear of not being worthy because all you did was throw something into something, but then it wasn't you that made it. It was the rest that made it. And I'm talking about like birth. So all you had to do is bust a nut, but it, it's the woman, it's oh, the right, earth right. that carried, that carried everything, mm -hmm. that took all the pain, that gave, that actually gave more, had to actually take give more birth. of her, of herself mm -hmm. in order to give to something else. Whereas mm -hmm. the man just was like, all I did was it's, and it's, it's the same idea. You think about everything where, 
where you insert something and that's always male. You insert, but you do not truly create the outcome. Now this is where it's going to get real fucking deep because just this, this, this idea, this idea that, that it's so important for, and not that it's not important. That's the other thing is that the pushback of, of each side's importance. Mm-hmm. It's our it's our it's our sort of generalized or broader perspective that we see a world where it's male dominated. And so that's one way to see it. But perhaps we should see the world as fear dominated because that's where we lead. And again, I'm the person that, that always says use fear to your advantage because it would lead you into knowledge. Fear leads you into knowledge because once you accept that something is scary, you wanna figure out some way to not be scared of it. And in order to do that, you have to accept it and then learn it. In order to learn it, you have to actually take all your, your previous sort of prejudices to that particular thing and let that shit go. This goes for every single fucking thing that we do in life, because when we talk about certain things that are going on, even now, the shit that I, the shit that hit me today was, was, I listened to Charlemagne's Donkey of the Day, and he gave Condoleezza Rice Donkey of the Day for her perspective. Oh, I saw that video. I watched theory. that video. And I, when I was listening to it, I was like, wait a minute, what she's saying is not bad at all. She's saying like, all right, you can't put something subjective so fucking out there that you don't understand the objective. That's really what she was saying. Mm-hmm. She was like, when, the, when people inspire you and encourage you to grow and to overcome shit, what they're really telling you is stop feeling about it and do something different. That's yeah, it. do something about it. Yeah, just do something. Just do something about it. You could do something to the fact that now you just continue to recognize that this is what, what it is in your truth, but that's not full truth. Because yeah. if it was, if it was, you wouldn't have anything to argue against. You wouldn't have a Condoleezza rights. You wouldn't have anybody that's pushing back against what what this idea is that's interesting what you said i just now just as you said it 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 dawned on me you're right the fact that a a a person in condoleezza's position would not even be in that position to say it right if she did not hear those things but was told it it was like you know i could say you could say if somebody's going to tell you something well the world is, is, is against you and they're going to try to fuck you over and this and that. And you're like, well, fuck that. No, I'm going to push against that. I'm going to do something about it. <laughs> then you do. She's literally there because she didn't believe that and she accomplished great things. She got to That's... a very high position. I'm sure that was part of her goal. Yeah. And she achieved it. So who's to say that, how is she wrong? 
that was the confusing thing for for the donkey of the day shit. I was like, wait a minute. Everybody that's presented this idea that that you shouldn't push critical race theory. Like I had a conversation with a neighbor about this and I was like, it doesn't make any sense to to teach people all the wrongs of something because by knowing that then they'll do right. No, you just imported software into their system. People don't people don't know the word don't. People don't know the word no. People only know the word do. And the reason why I say that is because children, once you think about it, when you make a child, and this goes right back to what I was saying, when you make a child, you're teaching a child. You don't teach a child what not to do. Most of the time you're teaching a child to do first. Mm -hmm. Perfect example, touch your eyes, touch your nose, touch your fingers, touch your toes. All that shit. Where's your where's where's your lips? Where's your mouth? All all that shit. Now, you've already put that in. They've they've gotten that. They've done that time and time again. It's repetition. Now you're introducing don't. Well, think about it. Do you know how confusing that is to a child when all of a sudden everything that they were used to saying yes to or 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 seeing yes to all of a sudden you get this grin or you might get a, a pow pow some shit like that and the child's like what the fuck now i don't now i don't even understand this world anymore because while you were right. telling me this this was right now all of a sudden the right is wrong because well, it's not convenient because it's not convenient to you well you know you know, ra racism is racism, and that being what it is, if you, if, if the goal of, I'd like to know what the specific goal of critical race theory is, but as far as I understand it, is, I mean, I know people want to, there's nothing wrong with teaching history as it was, meaning the, the, the truth, or as far as you can get, as close as you can get to it. Right. But when you tell if your if your goal is to make people feel guilty or inferior just by the color of their skin, you're perpetuating the ideals that you're trying to eradicate. Right. It's just in a different form. Because think about in years ago, people were, you know, if society was deeming someone of a certain skin color inferior, which is wrong in in my opinion, and I would think in most opinions. But now you're you're actually still you're still pushing that. But what right. you're doing is you're adding the guilt because if you didn't you can't add the guilt if you don't keep pushing the agenda of inferiority. Because if you'd say, hey you're just like everyone else you can't make people feel guilty now. It's like, like we just said we're we're equal. No, no, no. We're not equal yet. You're still inferior. They still think you're inferior, and they are still guilty. What's that, the, whether they believe it or not, they're guilty. What's the? We talked about this, or somebody talked about this. What's the um, 
the what's that that uh, it's not a, it's not a greek god what is it push the boulder all the way up to the top right and then and then then to have it fall down and you have to continue to just go over to the other side pushing, pushing it up and down yeah right um i i know you guys know who that is and if you don't it's this idea of having to push a boulder all the way to its peak just to watch it fall just so you can repeat so you can continue to do the same thing so the boulder to me re represents our idea of of stress of resistance of trauma of of whatever you want to believe of oppression is this idea where in order to continue to recognize that we haven't moved away from it, we have to keep pushing it forward. Instead of saying, you know what? Is it about me going to the top of this peak? Or is it about the boulder going to the top of this peak? Because right now, I'm putting the boulder in front of my own capabilities. The boulder is more important than me. I'm pushing this agenda well, before that's, that's myself. Heavy. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's that's the way. Yeah, that's the way. Good way. Whereas you have every opportunity before you even push the boulder up, you can just go over that shit and just climb up the fucking peak. Uh, climb up to the peak and then climb down. Why is it that that now you're cursed to just continue to push this? In front of you and so you you you're always going to create an obstacle for yourself well you're 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 what what excuse me what is happening in society is we're we're taking the same attitudes or or we're we're just rearranging them it's right. like you're not eliminating the problem you're repurposing it that's a you're, great analogy because i was thinking on the other hand sometimes just walking up that hill gets boring because you already know what the outcome is going to be but then when you put something in front of you purposely just to see whether or not it's as you're going down this path i made it different purposely because I wanted the resistance so I can have something else to look at, another perspective. So recognizing that the obstacle is in front of you and that you may have actually played a part in continuing to push that obstacle up that hill is another important part. So that's another perspective. That's another way of actually seeing it as what we're seeing now or what, or, or what is being portrayed in this very, very small tunnel as much as we see these particular things and be like, oh, this is big. Billions is big. A few million, not that big. A few hundred thousand, not that big. And so what we also need to keep in mind the perspective of, of what we're being fed, of the actual thing that we have the opportunity of asking, is this an obstacle or is this something that I can push forward because I like the resistance? So that's important too, is to recognize how, what part you play and what part you choose to play 
Because most motherfuckers right. don't recognize that, yo, there's at some point you have to take responsibility for shit that keeps on being in your way. You can't just be like, this motherfucker put this shit in my way. Okay, but you can move around it. You can move above it. You can move through it if you choose to. There are always options. As hard as it may be to recognize that shit, there are always fucking options. Because as long as you have the opportunity to live, there's always fucking options. How much do you value your life? Something important. Kidnap you for ransom and some shit that you don't want to get caught in. Back in the days of John, niggas going, oh, sorry, that was old to DMX, but, <laughs> but still, that's a great fucking yeah. question. How much do you value your life? Because if you feel like if I, this is the extreme, somebody's got a fucking gun to your head, I you guess. still have an option. As yeah. uncomfortable as that sounds, you still have a fucking option. Yeah. I well, digress. Yeah. Except you know, and to go and to go deeper, just because I. I like to, to zoom out and, you know, it's, it's that thing of uh, peeling, peeling the onion, so to speak. Yeah. And even in the Alan Watts video, I'm glad you brought it because a lot of it came flooding back to me while you were talking about it. And something that you and I do regularly is zooming out and seeing how ridiculous uh, a lot of people seem um when for one we take things so seriously and, and think that everything is so personal you know mm -hmm. um and one of the philosophies that centers me um quite a bit if i start thinking too much or um just kind of in my own head is when alan watts talks about a couple of things one uh, we're talking about religion and its use of fear and the biggest fear is uh to people is death and they're worried about what happens but it's eerie because he says um he says uh if you think about what it's like to go to sleep and never wake up but also what is it like to wake up having never gone to sleep is when you're born so he says you know what is the difference and when is the beginning when is the beginning and when is the end? And he says, where do you begin? Do you begin with your father? Or what about your mother? Or what about the thousands of millions of people before that? What about the earth? What about animals that had to come and go? What about the dinosaurs that had to go? What about the planet that had to form? How far back do you peel the onion where you stop blaming things? And then you just right. go all the way back to the beginning. The interesting thing he says about the ideas of heaven or hell, which make me laugh is he said, he said, I can't, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something similar to, um, he said, I, I, I hate to, I hate to imagine, um, how horrible heaven would be. He said, church every day. How horrible is that? <laughs> he said, I think I'd rather be in hell. It might be more interesting true you know which is but he also equates like but people think there's this opposite 
to things. And that's we get caught up in. So Yo, yeah, that's I'm, the fucked up thing. What what I'm getting at is and these are deep ass thoughts, but it's it's those kind of things. Like people use things to manipulate and control fear. Like we have very, very few real problems nowadays. We have very few real immediate problems. Like immediate problems. We right. go back to Eckhart Tolle and he says, what problem do I have at this moment? I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm not talking about later tonight. I'm not talking about next week. Right now, me sitting here in my apartment, talking to you on a Zoom call. Do I have a problem? Not one. Not a problem. Right. Not a problem. Because what's a problem? Right. What is a problem? Like, really, what is a problem? Is it something that you feel is so threatening that you could die from it? Or well, is it then, just something, something that you have to deal with or right. confront? Because that, that's how you have to put about. it. You, have to, you actually have to put it in those perspectives because if it's, if it's something that you feel is so uncomfortable that you can't deal with it, then you just sold yourself to death. It wasn't the problem itself. It was that you accepted that I can't do anything about this or I can't even try. Most people don't try because they're scared to try because they because of assumptions. They just feel I know the outcome. I know most likely I'll, it'll lead to this. And we we don't just put that shit on death. We put that shit on the death of every single moment. Anytime we disappoint put ourselves, that everything. we put that shit like on. It's sauce. like Frank's Red Hot. It's we do put that shit on everything. Because we, we think about it. We do that shit. Anytime you reject yourself, you've done that shit. And you say, I don't think I'm going to do it. But we, we do that shit all the fucking time. We create a death in the moment without, without actually understanding the options. Understanding that, yo, I have the opportunity to, I know how I was sort of pre-primed to believe that this is how it's supposed to go. But let me just put myself out there just to see whether or not I'm, I might be able to use some alchemy in this whole situation and have the shit go a different way. People are scared of alchemy. That's mm. one of the reasons why we hold on to the things that we believe are the, the, the most comfortable things for us. And I think about some shit like, like we talked about earlier about the critical race theory shit is like, you teaching kids this only gives them history of of conservation it doesn't give them history of progression it allows them to be like look if all else fails go back to these principles hopefully your side actually does this shit better than that side did to us and that's really what i see in that shit it's like all you're doing is teaching motherfuckers let's flip the coin other than let's change this this fucking silver dollar into a nickel or a penny or whatever. What I'm saying is, instead of actually creating something, a, a completely different system, all you guys want is your turn in the system. How about if you don't like the system, change the fucking system. Changing the system is not saying that I want, I want the same thing that you had that I wasn't able to get, because then you're just playing a game. Make a different game. 
remember all this shit that we have as, as a civilization this is not real this is not actual reality this is actually a subjective point of view on how we sort of keep everything in order so that some people get get shit from it and some people don't or some people get at least a, a, at least some all right that's really all it's it like, is it's like it's like a, it's like you know it's the american experiment it's like when people have had these conversations this week about you know things like free speech and like well if you're gonna say free speech free speech has to go all the way through i'm sorry like you have to be able to say shit that's kind of fucked up and because who who knows what's who knows what's valuable maybe the fucked up thing people need to hear i don't know yeah. you know it's it's almost like the red pill blue pill unfortunately we don't have time to talk about that but even but we, was, we already was, did we worked oh, with yeah them. basically so when I, when I was talking to a friend of mine the other day we were talking about things like over you know racial issues in america and and um you know and i i said basically well they said what do we do you know and they were just kind of hypothetically posing that question and i said i don't know but you definitely don't you you first of all you're never going to solve anything because there will always be a, a push and a pull a yin and a yang there has to be the polarities you're on the same coin it's like when uh i'm giving credit to alan watts again damn he says take a coin heads and tails he goes you shave down the head side so much that you destroy the tail side bars so you you have to have coins the, the the two sides to the coin so whatever you are you can't be that without the opposite what would you be without the opposite and that's what people are looking to identify with something they want to identify with what they think is right but right. that's subjective, uh, absolutely right yes absolutely because that's that's really that's really saying and this goes people don't right want to on hear that, it it's saying that you don't want that to change you just want to be that and then which is even more fucked up it's like this whole black white shit is we don't want change we just want our turn to be the oppressor and i hope that's not what it is but from what i'm seeing subjectively as well as how people are approaching this emotionally that's exactly what it looks like it might not be what you Love think you. it is but if you I'm try saying, to make yeah people of a certain skin color feel guilty for something they didn't directly do that could be seen as you know uh, that's that is a form of power yep. guilt is very powerful look at look at religious guilt People spend yeah. their whole lives repenting against original sin. This is an original sin reborn. It's a new religion, perhaps. All the generations of like Israel and Palestine, all the generations of Muslims and Christians, like motherfuckers are holding on to the past shit without being like, this is not working out for us at all. What do you really, I guess the idea is what do you really want? What do you really want? If you know that your life is finite, what do you really want? And what do you really and do it in the context of what do I want for 
myself as well as the people that I love that are going to make me feel fulfilled, but at the same time, not hurt anybody else. That should be the ultimate goal. Abundance. It's like understanding that this world has so many things that we haven't discovered yet. And yet we're fighting over some stupid shit that is finite. That's, that's not even that most of the shit that we fight over is material shit. It's not even shit that's necessary. We got everything that's necessary. Because every day that, you, that, that you're here, that you can say that you're present, that you can actually acknowledge that you exist, you're here. It's, it's up to you to decide whether or not today's a struggle, today's not. Not everybody that goes through suffering actually suffers every single moment. Because if they're still here, as fucked up as that sounds, how much are you suffering if you're still here? Yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. Well, then if you don't know what to say, maybe you should auto-tune it. That whole thing? Ooh. That's gonna take <laughs> some time. You got three minutes. As well, as see. Well, it's fascinating. Just the... <laughs> No, the whole thing is when you just think about really everything and how subjective, think about your own thoughts. I mean, that sounds weird to say, but think about no, how you go about things, how you approach things and question how you think about things and try to reframe how you think about things. And also, instead of <clears throat> passing the blame, um, and I mean it's for everyone, even on yourself because a lot of people do that they'll say well my you know my father was this my mother was that my grandparents were this or i had a you know a relative that did such and such we've all done that it's like okay well when do you where do you draw the line how it goes with everything how far back do we go do i get mad because i was born in america you know what i'm saying true that's all I'm saying. Anyway, so I'm just going to stay out of it. Yeah, you stay out of it. But let's stay open. So stay money. open. Stay young.